Good evening. Uh, that didn't sound very excitable. We'll try it one more time. Good evening. Good evening. 
Now see what you can do. The potential is amazing. Would you stand with me tonight? So good to see you in God's house. Welcome to Stratford Heights on a Sunday night as we're preparing and getting ready in our hearts these several weeks for Christmas. See, we kind of believe around here that it's not about a Christmas day, but it's about a Christmas season. It's about the time that we celebrate and prepare our hearts every year for getting ready to remember and to celebrate the wonderful coming of Jesus Christ. Wasn't it wonderful how the angel did that? Appeared to a bunch of shepherds out in the middle of a field somewhere, out in the middle of nowhere, and get, decided that they were the ones who would get the message. Sometimes I feel like one of those least likely folks, but I'm very blessed in my life that God has spoken to my life and revealed the love of God to me. How many of you would say, I have had that same experience? God has whispered to me, the angel said, I bring you good news, a great joy. For unto you is born this night in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And he has come indeed. And so when we celebrate tonight, we also remember that with our celebration comes a promise of something else. How many of you know Jesus is coming again? And if he started what he did there in Bethlehem, he is sure to finish. And when he finishes, you and I will be standing together there around the throne of God. The Bible says the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, he is worthy. And I can't wait to stand in that crowd. Amen. It's so good to see you tonight. Thank you for coming. We want you right now to turn around to at least three, four, five people. Shake their hands, smile at them, and let them know they're in the right place tonight in worship at Stratford Heights. God bless you. may be seated.
hello. My name is Gabriel. And can I share a little secret with you? I, I have something inside of me. It's just welling up inside of me, and it's so wonderful. I'm about ready to burst, but I want to share this secret with you. Here it is. He has come. He has come. He has come. Hallelujah. He has come. Whom you may ask has come. The Son of the living God has come. He has come to this earth. Those who will trust him will love him because he is so wonderful. Long ago, God had a plan and his plan is in motion now. He sent his son to pay for the sins of all humanity, everyone down through time. And it started with Adam and Eve right from the very beginning. And the plans unfolded and now the time is here for him. It's so wonderful, so wonderful and so perfect. See, God has always been with his people. But now he would be with us in a, in a totally different way. God would send a man, his son, in flesh form to live here on earth, to live the life of every man and every woman, to live a life as they have. He would go through a life and overcome sin. It's a beautiful and wonderful plan, and he is here. My part in this plan is to share a message, to share a message with a young lady named Mary, a little virgin girl that would be married to a man named Joseph. They were engaged. I'm going to talk to Mary and share with her how the Holy Spirit is going to come over her. And in her womb, she will conceive a son, a son, the son of God. And also, I will be sharing with Joseph about how he is. I'm going to reassure him that, yes, he is to marry this young lady. And that the son that she will have, he will raise as his own. A wonderful plan of redemption is unfolding. This son, this son of God will bring truth into confusion, light into darkness, and he will bring hope to a lost and dying world. See it down through history in different times. God has extended his hand of love and, and worked with humankind. And time after time, man has rejected his outstretched hand. But may I say this, may I ask, may I plead with you that you do not reject this son that he is sending. He's wonderful and amazing, and he's coming to set the world free, to set every captive free. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save you from your sins.
My name is Mary, and I live in Nazareth with my parents. Most people have never heard of our little town. There isn't anything special about us. I am just an ordinary girl. I recently got engaged to a man in my village I barely know. His name is Joseph. He seems nice, but I don't feel I'm ready to be a wife. My name is Joseph, and I'm a carpenter here in Nazareth. You see, recently I've become engaged to this lovely lady named Mary. Every time I see her, my heart skips. Oh, she is so beautiful and so virtuous. You see, I'm, I live my life with this code to honor the Lord. And I believe that Mary, she lives by that same honor. And I cannot wait to, be, to begin my life with her. The other day I was out in the field when an angel came to me. I was so scared, but I felt peace too. He told me that I was special and that I would bear a child, but not just any child, the very son of God. Who am I that God would choose me for such an important responsibility? I am overwhelmed. But what will my parents think? I have never been with a man. And how will I ever explain this to Joseph? And will he believe me? I am so scared, but I must trust God. I cannot believe she is with child, but not just any child, the Son of God. I could feel people looking at me in my town, judging, condemning me. What am I to do? I know if, if I were to have her stoned, then, then will I be justified in the eyes of the people. But no, I cannot do that. You see, I love Mary with my entire heart, and I can never bring myself to do that. But what am I to do? You see, the answer came to me one night in a dream. An angel of the Lord visited me and said that I should take Mary as a wife, that I should marry her, and that one day she would give birth to a baby boy and that his name would be Jesus, Emmanuel, Prince of Peace. I woke up the next morning and I felt this peace rush over me like I have never felt before. We received a, a notice today from Caesar that we must return to our hometown because a census was being taken. And since I am from the lineage of King David, I must return to Bethlehem, I must trust God that he will keep Mary safe until she gives birth to Jesus. Oh. 
Aren't you thankful for that night so long ago where our Savior came in the form of a baby in the humblest of places in a manger, in that place, Bethlehem. I want to read to you tonight. We're so thankful tonight for Gary and his team who have taken us back to that place. We know that the one that was born that day is in this room tonight, right? He's in our hearts. We sense him and feel his presence even today. It says this in Matthew chapter 2. Beginning in verse 10, it says, When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. They were overjoyed. They were thrilled. Their search was over. It says, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And it says, Then and only then, after they had bowed down and worshipped him, they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. I think it's so important tonight. I know that there's all kinds of teachings and all kinds of things that we could say about those that came from the east, the Magi. We don't know if they just packed up their homes and came in search of this Messiah. I'm not sure if they just went on a trip, a journey to find the Messiah and came back. But one thing we do know is they found him. And when they found him, they were overjoyed. And the Bible says they were so overjoyed, they bowed down and worshiped him. Their hearts came in connection with who he was. They recognized him as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, even in that lowly place that he was. And the Bible says that not only did they bow down and worship him, but they reached in their gifts, their treasures, and they grabbed those things and they presented it to him. I think it's so important tonight as we take up an offering, a Christmas offering that I, I'm participating in, me and my wife are. But I think it's so important that first they worshiped, they saw and recognized who he was, and it was no issue for them to give out of their treasures. Like I said a minute ago, they may have came and all of their stuff was with them. I don't know, or maybe they came and, and this treasure was prepared for him long in advance. I like to believe that. And they reached in and grabbed from those treasures and said, this is for a king, and we give you out of our hearts not reluctantly or grudgingly, but from the bottom of who we are because we recognize you tonight as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I know that star is not in the sky, but the one it was pointing to is here tonight. 
we worship him and we honor him. Join me tonight as we take up an offering to the Lord, a cheerful offering tonight, thanksgiving offering, recognizing him as the king of kings. Let's reach into our treasure. Let, it, let us reach into what is, is important to us and give to God tonight. Father, we love you and thank you, Lord. I thank you for Gary and his team tonight in this ministry team who are taking us back to Bethlehem, God that remind us of the humble place you came. God, reminding us that you weren't just for the kings and all of those that were important in the world. You came to a sinner like me, God, and saved me and changed me and transformed me. And Father, I pray that every heart that's hearing this tonight, God, may leap with joy tonight. They may know that this king is theirs and for them. Father, we give tonight, God, out of praise and thanksgiving for all that you are and all that you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. Over the skies of Bethlehem appeared a star while angels sang to lowly shepherds. Three wise men seeking truth travel from afar, hoping to find a child from heaven. Falling on their knees, they bow before the humble Prince of Peace, I bring an offering of worship to my King. No one on earth deserves the praises that I sing. Jesus, may you receive the honor that you're due. Oh Lord, I bring it all. to you the sun cannot compare to the glory of your love there is no shadow in your presence no mortal man would dare to stand before your throne before the Holy One of Heaven. It's only by your blood, it's only through your mercy, Lord, I come. I bring an offering of worship to my Oh, Lord. 
folks have been so busy here at the inn. We've had people coming from all over for the census. We've had so many people. We've had to turn people away. But I did ever hear my husband talking to one young man. And my husband, he was telling the man that we didn't have any rooms left, but the man was really persistent. He had a wife, and she was in labor. And we didn't have any rooms left, but being a mother myself, I couldn't turn them away. So I offered the best that I could. We had a stable out back. It wasn't much, but it was the best I could do. And at least they would have shelter, and I tried to just make it as comfortable as I could. And it wasn't no time before I heard the cries of the baby. I went in to check on them, and I could hardly contain myself. When I saw this child laying in the manger, I was just overwhelmed with peace and love. And I just fell to my knees and began to weep. Later, some shepherds had come from a nearby hill. (laughs) They fell to their knees too. What was it about this baby? Soon we realized this was no ordinary baby. This baby was the Son of God, the Messiah. He's finally come. He's come to bring hope and peace. Ever since that night, my heart has been consumed with joy and peace, and I know things will never be the same.
Oh. 
My companions and I finally arrive in Jerusalem. After months of traveling and following this brilliant star, we studied astrology in Persia. So we were excited to find this remarkable discovery. But our sole purpose of this journey was to see and worship the newborn king of the Jews. In Jerusalem, we met with Herod, governor of Judea. We asked him to see this newborn child, but he seemed disturbed and confused by this request. Later, he told us of a prophecy that this child would be born in Bethlehem, not too far from Jerusalem. He encouraged us to come back and tell him where this child was so he could see and worship him too. Later, we set off once again, following this star to a house in Bethlehem to where this beam from it had stopped. Once inside, we saw this child and his family. I couldn't help but bow before him and present our gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Later, I had a disturbing dream warning me not to go back and tell Herod what we saw. Ever since that night, my life has been changed since that encounter with the king of all kings. When I think of the night the Messiah was born, I can hardly believe it. I was just sitting in a field, guarding my flock of sheep like any other night. We had seen this bright star in the sky. It was the brightest star I had ever seen, but that was nothing to what happened next. An angel appeared by our campfire and glorious clouds surrounded us. I was terrified, but the angel assured us not to be afraid, that he brought good news to help bring joy to everyone. A baby was born in Bethlehem, but not just any baby, but the long-awaited Messiah. He will be wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. After the angel spoke, the sky was filled with sounds of, of angels, proclaiming with a loud voice, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. After the angels left, the other shepherds with me left their flock of sheep and went into town to find this Messiah. Just like the angel said, there he was, lying in a manger with his mother and father. I couldn't contain myself because I felt such love and warmth around him that I just fell to my knees. I'll never forget this night when a forgotten shepherd kneeled down in the presence of a king.
son, all I know is a way of a carpenter, and I know that I'll do my very best to teach him to build with his hands as I have, and I know that one day he will use those same hands to heal, restore, and to save. I love him so much, my son and my savior. He is beautiful. Oh, how my heart praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shares mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty and brought princes down from their thrones and exalted the humble. <laughs> the Lord has been so good. He has filled the hungry with good things, and he has sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. And this promise he has made to all of our ancestors and Abraham and all of his children forever. Jesus, lay 
Hallelujah. How it must have been on that night to walk into the presence. I've walked into his presence many times. God gave his only begotten son that whosoever, me, that believeth in him shall have everlasting life. The secret to this whole thing is the room. Have you made room for him? Have you prepared a place? The, I love Easter, but without Christmas, without him coming, he could have never given his life for me. And I'm glad at a very early age I was taught to make room for him in my heart. In the world we live in today, there's so much confusion. Let me tell you about peace. When he comes into your heart, there is peace. Peace. Wonderful peace. Coming down. From the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless pillows of love. Tonight, if don't know him, you can prepare room in your heart for him.
Can you imagine going back to that night? God and all the angels, the entire host of heaven, one angel made the announcement. And when, as soon as he was done letting the shepherds know, the Bible says the whole sky was filled with a host of heaven. All of heaven showed up. Everybody was there ready to sing glory to God in the highest. For 700 years, there had been prophecies about Bethlehem being the place that would be chosen. For the birth of the Messiah, the promise of God to deliver his people, it was coming. It was always coming. And on that night, it, it's unbelievable to me to consider and think about the fact that with 700 years of prophecy, God still had to go outside the city limits to find anybody who would listen. He had to go outside to the fields of David where David once sat on the hillside and played his harp and sang his psalms to God. He went outside the city limits to find folks that he knew would be looking, listening, and watching. The song says... We've got to prepare room. 
in the very city given as a prophecy for the coming of the Messiah, there was no room. And I'm afraid today in our society and in our culture, we're not much different. We really spend a lot of time on the season of Christmas and on the shopping of Christmas and we love the day, we love the gifts, we love what it represents, but so many times we get so caught up in what comes back to us that we forget. We forget what it's all really about. As they were singing that song, I said to myself, God, I make room again for you. I do it again. Tonight, the question comes back to one simple thing. The very presence of the Lord was there in Bethlehem. The presence of the Lord was there. And yet no one was looking. No no one was anticipating. No one was expecting. But thank God for the shepherds. They came running. They couldn't wait to get there to find him. I want to be one that isn't caught up in the cares of this life, that I miss the very presence of the Lord. There there were lots of Jews who knew the prophecies. Bethlehem at that time was a Jewish community and yet none of them were expecting. Today there are lots of churches where the very presence of the Lord is not even sought, it's not even welcome. It's not something that anyone really cares about. All they really care about is the programming. All they really care about is the set design and the way that it all comes together to reach out and to be successful and big. I'm telling you, it's not about those things. It's about the very thing they missed. It's about the presence of the baby then, and it's about the presence of the Savior now. It's about not letting go and not missing the most important event in all of history, the coming of the Son of God to the earth. People are searching for peace. Even churches, I see series where they're searching for peace and they're wanting to find peace. Let me tell you something. He came on the night that he was born, a little baby in Bethlehem. That was peace. It already came to the earth. Joy has already come. Peace has already arrived. Love, the hope and the anchor of God has found a place and there are many who are finding him. The Bible says in Jeremiah, if you search for me, you will find me with all of your heart. He's not hiding. He wasn't hiding. He showed up in Bethlehem just like he promised. And he's showing up in this place. I have felt his presence here tonight. The King of Kings is here. He's not in the lights, as good as you are. He's not in the guitar. He's not in the voices, as beautiful as they are. But just like he came to be born in Bethlehem, he comes to be born in the hearts of men and women. And if you have received him tonight, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I would ask every one of you, if you would, to stand with me just for a few moments. I want to give you the opportunity. We would not be a church. And I wouldn't give you two cents for a church that wouldn't do this. It's not about the music. It's about the promise. And it's about the presence. He's here. He's here. Don't you feel him? He's here tonight. This is what makes the difference. This is what takes us from 
Bethlehem manger and puts us on that journey around the earth and the world to with the good news the angel talked about. The good news that comes for every one of us. If you would, just for a moment with me, would you just honor and respect the presence of the Lord in this moment where we make invitation, would you just meditate with me for a moment in prayer and bow your heads. A private moment where you don't worry about who's standing beside you or in front of you or behind you. A moment where you consider the star, the shepherds, the kings that came from the east, the gifts that they gave. More, you consider what's wrapped in swaddling clothes there, lying in that manger. Son of man who came to feel our pain and to take away our sin. He didn't come to save you in your sin. There's so much of that kind of doctrine these days. He didn't come to save you in your sin. He came to seek and to save that was lost and to take you from your sin. He wants to separate you from the life you once lived and give you a brand new heart, make you a brand new creature. His promise, old things passed away. Behold, all things become new. This is what Christmas is really about. So right where you stand, the presence of the Lord is here. I wish I could do the job of knocking on your own heart and making an invitation with my own wisdom and words that would make a difference, but I cannot do that. But there are some in this house tonight that genuinely feel the knock of the Holy Spirit on your heart. The one who was there that night he was born is the very one who's knocking on your heart's door right now. And if you have prepared a place, a, a prepared a spot inside you for him, then you are ready for him tonight. And let me guarantee you something. He's been waiting a long time for you. He's definitely ready for you. He said he'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you. He'll follow you all the way to the end of the world. And he has set up an appointment with you tonight. So in this few moments here that we have, I would ask one simple question. We're going to make an altar right out of your seat, right there where you're standing. How did you know you chose the very spot that would be an altar tonight? You need Jesus. You need him in your life just like I needed him. Just like every man, woman, boy, and girl in this house needed him. The Bible says, for we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We need a Savior tonight. And so you're no different than everyone else. Have you made a decision about the baby? Have you made a decision about who he really is? Is he just a teacher, a philosophy, a religion, or is he a savior? I needed him to be my savior, and he rescued me. So right there where you stand, I would ask if you would be included, if you would desire to be in on a prayer, we're going to pray right now. Will receive him into your heart and life and change your life completely. It will turn you upside down, inside out. It'll be a change that will last because it's God. And God has meant for you to be in this very spot. If you're here tonight, you need the Savior. You need to make things right with him and you want to walk out a different person than you came in. Then I would ask you to slip up your hand right where you are. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let's see the hands that are going up around the house. Is there anyone else? A few moments, we'll wait. God bless you. Is there anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.
God bless you. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the message and hearing the message that has touched your heart. The Holy Spirit is here. I promise you, he's going to do the work that will completely give you the reason behind the song. Amen. Is there anyone else? A few moments, a few seconds I'll wait. You're contemplating, you're waiting. I want to give you that opportunity. Is there anyone else? All right. We're going to pray a prayer right now. This prayer is just words. It doesn't mean anything if it's not from your heart. But let me tell you something. If it's from your heart, it'll do all the work that is necessary. It will absolutely put you in touch with God, with his son, and with the true meaning of Christmas. Church, I want you to help me tonight, if you will. I'd like you to pray this with me as we take, I don't even know how many folks have lifted their hand tonight to receive Jesus. I'm already happy enough to dance, but I won't put you through that. But let's go before him in prayer right now. Let's pray together, everyone together. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I hear your message. I feel your love. Forgive me of my sins. I need a Savior. And I believe you are the Son of God. You came on that night. You died on a cross later in your life. And you rose again. You purchased my salvation. So I come to you now. I accept you as my Lord. I declare you are Lord of my life. And so I thank you tonight. Because according to your word, if I believe it in my heart, and I confess it with my mouth, your word, your scripture says I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm ready for heaven. I have Christmas in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. be seated.
Didn't she do wonderful on that ending there and that song? <laughs> Amen. That was Adriana Perfetti, and boy, does she have it together. She got a voice. Don't, don't they all have a voice? Wasn't this wonderful tonight? Amen. Amen. You can stand with me. I want to thank you so much for coming out in this very busy time and being with us tonight at Stratford Heights. We love you. We wish you a very Merry Christmas wherever you go to church, wherever you're from. We hope that the season this year reminds you of the real meaning behind Christmas. I want to thank Gary Turner, our minister of music, and his wife, Kathy. Would you come out, Kathy? I want you to be out here with, these, with this husband of yours. We love these two very much. They work very hard for us in ministers of music, and we appreciate their love, their commitment, and servanthood. They're amazing folks. Would you one more time give it up for Gary and Kathy Turner? This great orchestra. You don't hear orchestras like this every day. I appreciate these people and love them. They work so hard. And the singers and just the actors, my goodness gracious. Mo, where's Mo? Come up here, Mo. Mo is a sweetheart. She does everything in the imaginable at this church. And all I have to do is go to her and say, hey, I want drama. And she gives me drama. Come up here. Come up. And not to mention the fact that they didn't go buy that stuff. They wrote she all wrote that you it. heard tonight. They yes. did all that themselves. I love you, girl. She's like my daughter, and I just appreciate her for all she does. And uh, she's a sweetheart. We're good friends. We work great together, don't we? We yell at each other every now and then. No, we don't. She yells at me. No. And we love our pastor. He gives us a free hand. He lets us get as crazy or as conservative as we need to be. And we love you for that, Pastor. Well, we have a great church, and we have a great Jesus Christ who loves us, our God, our Savior, our Lord. If you made that commitment tonight, and we lost count somewhere in here, to those that accepted Christ tonight. If you did, we want you to go by. Melissa also serves as our discipleship pastor here at the church. We have a discipleship booth out in the lobby. We would love for you to just stop by there, pick up some information and a Bible. If you don't have one, we want to give that to you tonight. Just give you some information that will help you to get established in your walk with God, your new walk with God. You made the greatest decision on the face of the earth. And I thank the Lord for you tonight. 
so excited for you, your new life. God bless you. Let's be dismissed in a proper word of prayer. Our Father, as we come before you tonight, this is all for you. We honor you and we praise you and we bless you. I pray for every man, woman, boy and girl, every family that is represented here tonight. I pray that as they go from this place, they leave with the spirit, the true spirit of you, of Christmas in their hearts. I pray that they will be blessed and favored, that your work will be accomplished in their lives to bring great glory to your name. We honor you and we thank you for all that you've given to us, the gifts of hope, peace, love, and joy. We honor you tonight, Savior. We give you all the praise, the honor, and all of the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Merry Christmas to you. Your baby.